Listener Production. You, 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 you got queer questions, we got queer answers. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to a very festive episode of Come Out Wherever You Are. It is Friday, the 23rd of December, one day shy of Christmas Eve and two days shy of the hottest holiday in the calendar year. So if you're celebrating Christmas this year, that is the sort of thing that you and your family do. Merry Christmas, my friends. Hope you're getting some time off from work and enjoying yourself. And if not, if you are not celebrating this year, then I hope, I don't know, I hope you're benefiting from holiday lollies in the shops. You got queer questions, we got queer answers. The holidays are usually, usually, emphasis on usually, a very fun time for people. Stressful, you know, maybe. Expensive, definitely, that too. And usually to blame for a few extra pounds, kilograms around the belly region. But it's a time to hit pause on the work-life juggle nonetheless, right? It closes out the end of the year with those you care about most. But this is definitely not the case for a lot of queer people around the world and a lot of queer people right here in Australia. Today's festive queer question came from a listener into my personal DMs. She said, Help. My family isn't accepting of my sexuality. They won't let me bring my girlfriend home either, which makes me not want to go home for Christmas. Any tips? Now listen, I definitely do not have all the answers. But what I can do is try my best. I can bring my personal experience to the table. I can bring all the conversations I've had on this show to the table. And I can, I literally did, talk to my closest friends and bring their experiences to the table. And then I can put all that into a pot and answer this queer question for you. Now, before we dive in, before we unpack this, before I give you some of my answers to this queer question, I do just want to set the scene a little bit, paint a picture for people listening who might not have experiences like this. According to the Pew Research Center survey on the LGBTQI plus population, four in 10 queer adults, 39% of them, have been rejected by family or friends because of their sexuality. And a UK-based research and analytics firm called YouGov, they conducted a global survey with respondents from the US and the UK and Spain and Italy and Sweden and Denmark, a ton of countries. And they asked their opinions and attitudes towards queer people. In the survey, each country, they varied a little bit in their answers, but roughly two-thirds of respondents, 66%, said that they would be supportive of a family coming out. But that means 34% weren't, or at least weren't sure. And it's way worse when you ask the exact same question for transgender and non-binary family members. 22% say they would not be supportive at all. And that's just not supportive. Okay, that's the not sure still make up a large chunk. I am providing you with these data points up front because I want to just make it clear to you, family is not easy for a lot of queer people. It can be complicated. It can be scary. It can be an environment where you feel forced to lie, to mask your true identity. And while it might be easy for you to just say, ah, fuck them. And I'm definitely going to say that. Don't worry. We have to know. We have to look at these data points and understand that it is more complicated than that for a lot of people. And I think the holidays are more complicated than that for a lot of people. So with that out of the way, let's dive in. First things first, If this is you, if you are hearing this and going, yes, this is my experience, I just want to start off by saying that I'm really sorry. The knowledge 
that your family does not support you is terrible. I know this from experience. You know, the world out there is a scary place for people like us sometimes. And the one thing that we can hope for is that our family, you know, our home, our bedroom, that that is a safe space for us, a little respite amongst, I don't know, the world burning. And when that isn't the case, it can just be really extremely difficult, both emotionally and physically in some cases. So I think what I'll need to do is just break up the advice into to different buckets because it is just so clear to me that everyone is going to feel more or less comfortable taking on the advice based off their unique experiences and in their unique relationships with their family. But I do want to start off by saying my biggest chunk of advice all the way over to the left is you do not need to go home. I know you believe this, like maybe in the very back of your head, and it might go against a lot of what we hear every day online and therapy. You got to chat, you know, tackle your challenges head on. You got to really work through the issues with your family face to face. But you also have to know that your family doesn't get access to you if they're not willing to respect you. I, I know that it would be impossibly difficult to do this. Drawing a line in the sand and setting like a really, really serious boundary that also is going to negatively affect you because you're going to be alone. It's fucking horrible. But you as an adult, you deserve to feel safe and comfortable in your own skin. And if your family isn't willing to respect that, then you are allowed to choose to opt out. You are. You can spend the holidays with people who will respect you. So if your family is rude to you, if they're mean to you, if they're purposely homophobic, if they are scary, dangerous, if they refuse to love you or receive your love, if the thought of going there makes you ill, scared, anxious, if you feel that you can't wear what you want to wear or bring someone you love to meet your family, then you have to know that you can put yourself first and you do not have to put yourself in that situation. It will be sad, but ooh, God, you know what's more sad? Having to deal with all that shit. You can make an excuse. Like you can just lie to them, honestly. If that's easier for you, flat out lie. You have COVID, so sorry. But I would just suggest you let them know the truth. Honestly, I think that's way more powerful. Explain to them exactly why you will not be attending Christmas this year. Now, let's say, right, that's, that's the bucket of advice to the left. And now we're going to address the bucket of advice to the right. Let's say you do decide to go. Let's say you don't feel that you have any other choice. Maybe you live with them. Maybe it's the last time you think you're going to see your grandma. And so it feels very important for you to be there. Maybe your family's gone on a big, all-inclusive, fully paid holiday. That happened to me once. And you just feel like you must go. There's just no other options, no other choice. I'm not going to judge you for that. So let's just talk about what advice I would give you in that bucket. The first thing you can do is set very clear boundaries with your family before you arrive. You are allowed to say, I'm excited to see you on Christmas, but I will not accept homophobic remarks. Or the, you know, another example would be like, or the use of my dead name. Let's say you've changed your name um, since coming out. Then you can tell them, if you cannot respect that, I will leave. Or you can say, if you can't respect that, please know now. Or you can say, if you can't respect me, please let me know now so I don't have to put myself through that again. 
obviously the words should be yours. But sometimes setting boundaries ahead of a time, like of an event in the future, helps people, queer people, any people, feel less anxious and safer before they arrive, right? Because sometimes it's the buildup that's even worse than the actual experience. Also, sometimes we just we do a lot of struggling in silence. And we accidentally can make those situations a little bit more difficult than they need to be. We just expect people to respect us. But not everyone is thinking about you and your happiness. They just aren't. People are selfish. <laughs> it's true. And I think it, it can take communicating those boundaries ahead of time to make you feel better, but also just to make the experiences more enjoyable, right? So that's an option that I think you should consider. If you are experiencing a lot of stress, that is something that might help you decrease it. The second thing you can do, like if you feel a bit uncomfortable with the pre-communication, is you can plan in advance and practice the things you might say if people make you feel uncomfortable. It's something I've done in therapy before, and it has always eased my anxiety before you know a major event. But basically, you open your notes app on your phone or on your computer, and you just write out all the sentences that you're worried about. Whatever thoughts are like running through your head, you write those things down. So like, where's your girlfriend if that's triggering for you? Or are you still gay? Or have you changed your mind? Or maybe they use the wrong name, do you know what I mean? Like, or the wrong pronouns. So you write all those out first, and then directly below each of those sentences, you write a very simple answer. It's short, it's direct, it's something you can remember. So for example, you might write down, uh, the thing that they might say is, it's your turn to open your gifts, Ben, when that's not your name. You have chosen to change your name. And you can write below that, I prefer the name Rebecca, please. It's a simple sentence. It's a call and response. You have it on your phone. You can practice it. I feel like sometimes just knowing that you have these options, these sentences in your back pocket, it just lightens the mental load a little bit. You're spending less time in your head. And that could make the experience of going just a little bit less nerve-wracking or uncomfortable. Now, when we're thinking about the advice to the right, right, we've chosen to go, I think there's a subcategory and it's the people who are nervous with all of this. And they, they feel like they need to go, but they don't want to do any you know, work in advance. And that's okay. A lot of you are going to just feel annoyed that you have to do it at all or afraid or just pisses you off. I shouldn't have to do any of this. And I hear you, I do. So I asked around, I talked to a bunch of my friends um, and I asked like, what, has made the holidays easier for you if you were afraid to go home in, a, in an environment that did not accept you around Christmas. And here's what some people said. First advice I got is you can give yourself a time limit. So you can set it on your phone before arriving and let your family know that you have to leave, you know, after an hour or two hours or three hours or four. And if it's on your phone and the second that alarm goes off, you are allowed to get up and leave. And for some people, it's just easier to think about it as just a micro moment, like one part of a day instead of this huge looming event that might last all day long. The second piece of advice I got was you can spend the morning with your family and then plan a second event with your chosen family. So it kind of balances it out. The third piece of advice is you can ask to bring a friend that makes you feel safe or secure. So if we go back to this queer question, they might not feel comfortable with you having your girlfriend there. So even though that's incredibly sad and, and frustrating and annoying, you could invite a friend who they might feel comfortable having there and that might make the entire experience better for you. And if it's all about just powering through and getting through and trying to enjoy the day the best you can, having someone you love and care about that your family would respect might be the answer. Another piece of advice is you can find one person in the group that you do trust. So, you know, maybe your parents are homophobic, but your brother's not. Tell them how you're feeling. Reach out to them ahead of time. Give them a phone call. And just make a request. 
here, I'm really nervous. Would you mind checking in with me every 30 minutes? Or can you be my safe space? And if I look at you or I wink, can we leave, you know, go to the backyard? Having one person, that safety net might be the difference between enjoying yourself and not enjoying yourself. Someone said to me, and I kind of liked it, just stay busy, offer to cook, wrap presents, run the groceries, you know, you can suggest a movie night so that you can just focus on the film. Just depending on where you are, where you live, just, you know, plan things that might keep you distracted. That's the goal. Go to the beach, go outside, help your dad with chores, anything that's going to keep you busy so that you're not just sitting, stewing in a pool of anxiety. And you can also suppress it. Maybe not the advice you are looking to hear, but queer people are very good at this. You can just tell yourself it's one day, one dinner, just a few hours. No matter what happens, no matter what someone says to me, I'm going to power through this. I'm going to fake it till I make it. I'm going to smile, grin, and bear it. And then when I leave, I'm going to remind myself that's done. See you next year, shitty situation. Before we wrap up, I have to address that some people won't even be invited at all. Unfortunately, that is just totally the rude reality of coming out. So a lot of what we've talked about is what happens when you are invited, but you don't feel safe. So what happens if you're just not invited at all, right? Some people are just not going to be accepted by their family and no longer invited to family functions. And that's terrible. And it'd be really, really hard for you. And I did want you to feel that we could dedicate some time to what you could do to make the process less difficult. I think the first piece of advice is to surround yourself with people that you do love who love you, your chosen family. So maybe tell your friends about your situation and ask you know, to plan a friend's Christmas with anyone who can't go home. I think the second thing I would do is if there are certain people that you're really sad to miss, you should just put extra effort into communicating with them before or after the day, right? It might be really, really sad to not be invited because you don't get to spend time with your sister. So send her a letter or a special gift or, or a video message jump on a call before or a video chat afterwards. Your family or select members of the family might not know how to show you love, but you can be a bigger person and show love in your way, the way you know how. Because at the end of the day, when you look back in your life, you'll remember that. At least you tried. That's the only thing you're in control of. And then I guess the third thing that I would feel weird not bringing up is therapy. I just, I talk about it a lot on the show. I can't stress it enough. It's a really powerful, very useful tool. Not being welcome to your family is not something that someone should have to deal with alone. It's terrible. And working through the whys and not feeling supported and the challenges that come personally with having to go on the journey alone, like you shouldn't have to do that by yourself. And so having a professional to hold space for you, to hear your story, but also work with you on coping mechanisms or how best to communicate with your family, whoo. That is really powerful, and I promise you, this is undeniable. It will be easier in the long run if you choose that path. I said it in the beginning, and I feel like I have to say it again as just a final note, but if this is you, I'm really sorry. If this is you, your feelings, whatever they are, anger, sadness, anxiety, that's a valid reaction to this situation. Family should be there for you no matter what. And if that isn't the case for you, and it's not the case for a lot of queer people. Well, you have the, the gift, or maybe the burden, I'm not sure, of, of creating your own family of people who do care about you unconditionally. We talk about that a lot in this community, our chosen family. And it's a gift. It is. I believe that. Like It comes from such a dark place, but the beauty of it is we get to create a space where we do feel safe and secure. But you 
my beautiful friends, if this is you, you are beautiful just the way that you are. Your family might not be able to see that, but I can see that. We can all see that. That is a wrap, my beautiful friends. If you have anything that you want to add to this conversation, or maybe you have a question and you'd like us to answer it, please slide into our DMs at come out wherever you are on Instagram. Or you can email us at comeouttous at gmail.com. That's comeout, T-O-U-S, at gmail.com. Come Out Wherever You Are is presented by me, Sean Zeps. Our lovely producer is... Lindsay Grain. Our executive producer is... Lemma Zacharia. And we can't forget our audio producer... Chris Marsh. Merry Christmas. <laughs>